Thank you for downloading this Bantam's Banter podcast, sponsored by Napoleon's Casino and Restaurant Bradford and Riesa. For more info, visit bantamsbanter.com. Here's Tom and Dom. I'm on top of the world, hey. Round table, episode number two. Square table's definitely square. They are square. Well, it's a rectangle, so we've put two squares we together. We have, we have. But it's, that doesn't matter, that's irrelevant, because it's all about debate, it's about Bradford City conversation, and we promise not to moan for the next hour. Yeah, we, we need to try and be positive. We will be positive. In our support. We've we got do, topics, haven't we, Dom? We do have topics. We've got to mention first, though, that we're going live right now from the Sparrow we in are. Bradford. It's a glorious place. We've all got an ale, apart from Carl, who's one of our guests. Who is drinking Coke, I assume? Is he's it? driving. He's got, I, I, he's driving. I am driving, yes. So, okay. Being responsible. Good lads. Okay, so yeah, like I mentioned, we're joined by Gav the Bantam Dimmock. Hello there. Hi, Gav. How is that are your you? middle name? It, well, it is now. Why was it just applied through Deepo very quickly? But everyone, every, everyone social media wise yeah. knows you as Gav the Bantam. Is we that, do. Is that fair to say? I think so. Well, many people do. Not everyone. Some do. He yeah. was once bald, but he was tricking us, and now he has hair. Mm, and it's not a Wayne Rooney weave, it's real. Because he wasn't actually bald. And we've got a comment on the Tash to paint the listeners a oh, picture. Yeah, paint a picture. Uh, it looks like... Pro? I'm going for Sir Nicholas. Not Pro, no. Sir Nicholas 2. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's Not good. one, two. That's two. And we're also joined by Carl Smith from the Bradford City Supporters Board. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm very well. How are you all this evening? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're we're good, right. thank you, we're Carl. Right. Thanks for asking. Normally you don't get that back, but yeah, cheers, mate. Do you want to tell us, a, li- do you want to tell us a little bit about what your role at the Supporters Board? Dave Pendleton's walked Dave in, Pendleton's famous walked author. In with a pint. And we've got, also got three randoms in the room, um, which is quite interesting. Hello, three randoms. Hi. They don't know what's going on. Is that there. American? Are you American? Who's American? Yeah, I'm oh, right. I thought you had an American twang there. You're an idiot. Sorry, sorry. So, Carl, Tom ruined yes. your bit. Yeah, I did, sorry. sorry. Quite all right. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about your role at the Supporters Board? And what is the Supporters Board? So, the Supporters Board was a um, Dave Baldwin-inspired idea uh, to bring... Um, a cross-section of Bradford supporters together to um, be kind of that link between the club, the board, and, and, and all the uh, um, comings and goings that go on there uh, and the supporters themselves. So there's uh, 21 of us, including myself. Um, that must be a big boardroom table. We, we, we do take over the 1911 club once a month, uh, every, uh, on a Monday evening. Um, yeah, we, I, we, we split ourselves into three... Um, different groups. So we have a commercial group, a community group, and uh, a communication group, which is uh, the area I'm part of. And um, I also look after the um, supportable website, Twitter, and uh, chip in with a bit of Facebook every now and again as well. So. All right, fantastic. Well, that's, well, 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 obviously, we'll be speaking more about the supporters board later. Got loads of topics to cover. Obviously, at the minute, Bradford City have been absolutely diabolical, so that's going to be one thing we're going to talk about. We're also going to be talking about the current loan signings, players whose contracts are running out at the end of the season, uh, the youth team, yeah. all sorts, Tom, out. Well, yeah, we've got everything covered. Um, and we will try to be as serious as possible because me and Dom can be silly, can't we, Dom? We can, we can be silly, but today is, is serious. It we, is. We've got an audience here and we need to make sure we... Yeah, all right, don't, don't, don't count them. <laughs> there's, actually, there's actually a mini schnauzer. There is actually a called, schnauzer called in the Maggie. room called Maggie, which is unbelievable. Yeah, it's the first time I've podcasted... She's wearing the city colours. <laughs> yeah, she's got, got a... What's that, a cravat? A bandana. Ban- sorry, well, bandana, sorry. 
Sorry, and, uh, we're right next to the toilets. We <laughs> and we're live. So if you hear any funny noises, any there's dollops. nothing we can... <laughs> any dollops? I thought you said dollops. I thought no, you'd give it, I thought you'd given my, uh, my like, Tourette's a, a name. No! <laughs> also, if we are gonna, we're going we're gonna to have breaks, because it's important. We need to have breaks, because I get tired. Uh, and during those breaks, we're going to play the story of Tom and Dom, aren't we? We are. So we're if, also, you, if it cuts into like a, a story, there's a reason behind it. We're also going to be taking questions on Facebook and Twitter. So if you want, if you've got anything that you want to ask that you'd like to hear discussed by the the panel, dare I say, dare I say, panel? Yeah, because we're a panel. We're, we're a panel. Then please do put them on our Facebook wall, put them on Twitter, and we'll uh, we'll endeavour to answer them all. We'll try. We'll try our best. <laughs> uh, so far, we've had none. So if you do want to, if you do want to message us, then please do. But we we want to start. Me and Tom felt passionately about this. We want to start by being positive in our support. Obviously, Bradford City have not been in the best of form at the minute, as I'm no. sure every Bradford City fan will agree. But do you think for, like, do you think we're safe? That's the first question. Yeah. I want to Are we safe, Gav? Are we safe? What have we got? We've got 49 points. Yeah, we're six points. Clear. Six points off the drop. 15 for us to play for. I would like to think yes, but until mathematically we've got. 52. I'm trepidatious. Okay. Carl, are we safe? <clears throat> yes, I think we are. I agree with Gal. I think a couple more points will probably make everyone feel a little bit better. I mean, looking at the actual table, the, the goal difference is so much in our favour that it's, it's effectively another point anyway, so it's more like seven points than six. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I think we're going to kind of stutter our way to across the line to the end of the season, and we probably might go a, a couple couple more games before we're everyone's fully calm and know that we're, yeah, we're definitely yeah. safe. But I think I think we'll be fine. Well, it's, it's already a strange part of the season. I know that that last year we we were a bit stop start, but it turned out all right for us. Mm -hmm. This year, right now at this minute, I mean, current form has been strange. I mean, we beat Orion, who were fighting for second. Yeah, just crazy. I mean, they, they are. They're obviously. Their form's not great at the minute, but still, yeah. to go to an away game and win as a Bramford City fan this year, it's quite something. Then Coventry, getting a nil-nil draw at Coventry, you know, they're not a bad side, they're doing well. They'd be much higher than us if it wasn't for their 10-point deduction this season. And also, we lost to Oldham yesterday. We did. thing is, though, you take... You take so so we, we, we beat... Leon Orient one 0 which we shouldn't. We should never have won that game. We played brilliant, you know. So it, it kind of ebbs and flows. Yesterday we should have beat Oldham, but we beat Leon Orient two games ago. I mean, the fact still remains we are six points. You know, that that gap is only six points, and there's a, and there's big games to play. Rotherham will definitely win because they're our bogey team. That's categorical. Well, you the, agree? The, the remaining. I disagree with. Oh, they would beat us. No, no, because I was actually looking at the match details for the Rotherham game yesterday, and they were three-two down, eighty-four minutes, and they came back to score eighty-eight and then ninety-third minute. Yeah. That shows an awful lot of resilience. So that worries me. However, we do up our game against the bigger clubs or teams above us, yeah, as we did yeah. down at Orient. Yeah, last you're right. Week. True. Yeah. So. But they are our bogey team, out there. They are a bogey team, and as much as some of our fans dislike their current manager. I think you have to hand it to him that he is a very good manager. Maybe not a very good man, but a very good manager of a football club. And you they think are... he's a good man? I think he has some what, you think faults. he's a nice man? What, football manager? No, no Steve no, Evans! We're, we're talking about the Rotherham one. <laughs> Steve Evans? No, would you take Steve Evans as a manager? Would you take Steve Evans as a manager? I think his, his managerial achievements over the past couple of years have, have spoken for themselves. Whether the fan base would take to him, I think, is a different story entirely. I think we would. We're suckers, aren't we? 
we are, you know, a bit like Ronnie Moore. We hate, we hate these characters that we hate, but if they're at our club, we definitely, we definitely turn it. Not Ronnie Moore. Not Ronnie Moore. No, Steve Evans. Though, I, think. I mean, Steve Evans. Only I'll give because... you two to one on Ronnie Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Evans only because his redeeming feature, his one and only redeeming feature, apart from his gloriously blue eyes, is the fact. Have you ever seen Steve Evans' eyes? No. <laughs> can't say like that. Piercing. Yeah, it's like some like better than Gary Thompson. Like eyes. an Ivan Novello song or something. <laughs> but. Is his management skills. I mean, he's an absolute. Oh, well, I can't swear. He's an idiot, but he's a good manager. Anyway, we could still talk about Rotherham. Lil, yeah. I think I think this this conversation about managers leads on to the the Twitter account that was opened a few months ago. Hashtag Parky out. Um, now is that we'll, the one with one follow. Well, ask it the, is ask obviously. The, ask the ask the question: Is Parky the right man yeah. to take Bradford City forward? I believe he is. Long to short term and long term. Let's do a medium. Let's do a medium term. You know, the next two or three years. Right, I yeah. believe so. I think he's got superb qualities. I like his style. I think he's honest. I think he's uh, forthright. Um, I think his player acquisition policy this season has been hit and miss. But on the whole, I think he is the man to take us forward. Right. I agree. I agree. I think I think a manager is allowed to get it wrong sometimes. <laughs> I mean, if the pr- the problem with uh, a manager loses his job when he gets it wrong. And it, it's, a, it's a consistent problem and the fans start to get on his back and then the chairman come under pressure and they're under that pressure and the manager's not doing very well, then they've got to go. Yeah. Phil Parkinson obviously holds a very special place in the hearts of Bradford City fans, so it's going to be longer before we talk There's a lot of sentiment there, there? Yeah. On, Phil, on Phil Parkinson, but I genuinely think he is the man to take us forward. I, I, I think the way that this season's panned out probably hasn't helped his cause. I think if we would have struggled to begin with and everyone would have gone, well, we're just being promoted, you know, it's a higher division, better opposition, you, you kind of expect that. And then we got better and now we're in this mid-table position. I think people would have a completely different opinion. Yeah, definitely. It's the fact yeah. that we, 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 we absolutely started storming the division. Yeah, and everyone expected us to do after that. Yeah, and then everyone said, yeah. oh, well, we, we're definitely going to make the playoffs yeah. at the very least. And then we've slipped away. The fact that it's happening that way, I think, has got a, a, a more negative view on, you know, on Phil Parkinson. I think if you'd have taken that at the start of the season, would you be happy to finish mid-table, lower mid-table? I think most people would have snapped your arm off for that. So has, he, has, has this guy got any, any foundation at all to accuse, get, get, try and get Phil Parkinson out? Has he got any grounding in, in this? I'd, I'd love to know someone that can suggest who we're going to replace him with to, make, to actually well, improve things. I mean, you look at Cardiff, you look at all these other clubs that have sacked managers and brought someone in, and now they're, they're kind of sliding even worse than they were before. That's because Cardiff's chairman is nuts. True. Ooh, feet, mobile phone. Feet yeah, back. I don't know what that is. We should, re- we should really um, be t- trying to speak to people who want Parky out. Is there anybody here? Because we've got a few now. It's not a broad, it's not a broad spectrum of people, though, is Hello. it? <laughs> well, there's a few. You never know. There might be one. You've lost the American. Dave Pendleton. With a... The Parky out debate, I will relay what you're saying. I could probably come over, actually. I wanted him sacking. You wanted him sacking? On the 90th minute. But <laughs> re- retrospectively now, after you've slept on it. Absolutely not, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people like that. A lot of City fans react emotionally. And David writes books. He does. So he can't be wrong. <laughs> you don't argue an author. That's a fact. So I'm glad we've got over the park out. We're not, we're not talking about that anymore. It's, it's you know... You say we're over stupid. it. We're still... I mean, questions genuinely have been flooding in on Twitter. <laughs> but the problem is, is that there's a delay so that in case anyone says anything out of order, we can press a red button and it knocks all this off. <laughs> So uh, people are asking questions a little bit too late, but we'll 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 go and have a, we'll have a look at Twitter right now. Yeah, we'll go back. Um, and we'll see. First question came in from Tingley Bantam. 
uh, on Twitter. Uh, we've had spam for years. Last year we had steak, and people expect that every year now. What are your th thoughts of Pacquiao? All right, we've covered that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I told spam. you there was a delay. <laughs> but it, but he, he is right. Last year was massive. I mean, it was a, a historic season. It was something that other clubs would dream of having happen to. I mean, I used to dream of having it happen to me. If someone had said to me we'd be in a cup final, I wouldn't have believed it. But we need to stop talking about it, don't we? I was just thinking that when I was saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was saying that. I'm sure I've said oh, this before. But last year, yeah, we need to get over that. It's all about now, isn't it? Do you yeah, know but I mean? as, as, as Carl said, mid-table, in, we're, we're in a fairly decent position. I mean, I know that we, we, it's a treacherous position we're in, but there are quite a lot of teams between us and relegation. So I think that we're safe. Touch MDF. I think it's Melamine, a, Melamine. a chip board. Or Melamine. 70s. Anyway, um... Are we, are we got, are we moving on to the next thing? We got well, let's have a look at the next, the, the, the running of fixtures we've got yeah. until the end of the season. Uh, next up, obviously, is Rotherham on a Friday night, which is arguably the scariest fixture. Uh, what, what, how do you think we're going to do against Rotherham? Oof, Rotherham. Let's, have, let's have a one word. How are we going to one word? Come back to me. That's four. Come back to four. Yeah, see, I'm good at that. Let's. Oh, one word. I can't think of one we're word. We're going to lose because we're going to lose. Win, that's win, that's win, more win, than one word. Win, lose, or draw are each one word. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to surpass ourselves as of Oh, for God's sake, yeah. This is a, the concept of one word, Carl. I can't do one word. In a few words, I can do it. I, I, I actually think he's going to um, try and shut up shop. I think he'll go five in midfield now. I think he'll try and play out for either nicking a result like we did at Leighton Orient or, or coming back with a point. Uh, I don't think he's. Gonna, I don't think he's going to go gun ho at all because no. we've seen what happened last season when we tried doing that at their yeah. place. Um, I, I think he's going to go. I think, a I think he's going to be really, really kind of um, uh, sort of uh, defensive uh, and well drilled, uh, and just try and almost like the cup games last season, just really try and grind yeah, uh, yeah. a nick a goal or just grind a grind a draw. Well, that le that leads us on to a question we've got on Twitter actually from Daniel Scargill who asks: Is our inconsistency due to a lack of variation on four four two? So you think he'll shut up shot and, and extend the midfield and pack out the midfield. Um, but do you think that Parky's hesitation to variate on the formation is a problem? He doesn't seem to like to vary it too much. He, he definitely seems to have a game plan and everyone seems is trying to get in those positions and, and, and knows their, their, their role in the team. Um, he apparently, I wasn't at the game yesterday, but he apparently tried what? to... I know. So, uh, anyway. Anyone else want to take this? <laughs> I think I got off quite lightly, actually, to you be did, fair, by not yeah, being there. You'd be so, glad uh, you're one of them. Um, but he, he, he looked, sounded like he was trying to actually um, move things around. He brought Bennett inside to behind the, the front two and, and try and combat their, their holding midfielder. But, um, yeah, it, Parkinson doesn't like to change it too much. And, and whether that's a, a failing of his management or just because he's trying to keep things as simple as possible for the players, yeah. I'm not sure. The, the interview after the game, he said about their holding midfielder yesterday against Oldham. Um, and why do you not think he changed it in game? You knew he knew about the midfielder that were picking up a loose ball. Did you think there was a reason why he didn't change that? Did we just get heckled? No, I'm saying Parkinson never does. Parkinson. He never changes anything during a game. Well, no, no. It, he, set, he sets his game mm. up and that's it yeah so Ooh, but, but controversial. why do you think that is is that a personality thing is he, is he scared what I, I just don't think he's got the faith in who he's got on his bench to come on and change he, he said he hadn't got the faith man, on the bench man. Man. yeah man yeah yeah striker a striker yeah 
Well, because we've got the squad depth and we've got the players who can come on and, and re replace the position. I feel like I'm on Kilroy. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. We should have had a long mic on. What did I say about serious conversation? I was like, you know, we were connecting there. Well, let's let's try and move on. Obviously, the fixtures to look at, they're, they're kind of scary. The Friday after the Rotherham game, we've got Peterborough. It's followed by Swindon, Crawley, and then the last game of the season, Tranmere. Hopefully that game we're going to send them down or something, because I hate Tranmere. <laughs> but what do you, we, we need possibly three more points to, to yeah, guarantee... It does sound like a lot, does it? In my head, I'm thinking, speak to Dave Pendleton. He's, he's been there more than you have. <laughs> Ask him. He'll make you feel better about what's going on. But no, no, we, we, won't, won't, we, won't. we won't speak to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, that is a tough run. So where are we going to get the points then, do you think? Peterborough, Swindon, Crawley, well, Tramia. We're fairly, we're fairly inconsistent, aren't we? Yeah. I've got a feeling we'll pick up a point at Rotherham. Because we were so bad yesterday, I don't think Parky... Is that Prophet City excelling themselves? Is it? You it's excel, I said so past, but excel oh, is a good word. In, in, in terms of yesterday's performance, I don't think Parky will let the team put in a similar performance away no. at Rotherham. I think they will be, they will be up for it. And I think we'll get a point. I'm not saying we'll win. No. I think we'll get a point. It might so, be scrambled goal or yeah. nil-nil. I'd set off a nil-nil. So what about then Peterborough, Swindon, Crawley? Which one? Peterborough home, Good Friday. Peterborough, the last stages of the running, trying to get the playoff place. Yeah. I think we might nick a point there. So, so that's two. Possibly get three against Peterborough. I think we'll get two out of those two points. And then Crawley home game, a win. Meaning <laughs> Tranmere, we won't have to worry. I just don't, no. want it to, I don't want it to be tense because it's taken so long for us to get out of League 2. Have you seen my colour of my hair? Yeah, well, you didn't, I, I can't you, take any more tents. You didn't have any a year ago. <laughs> so you, <laughs> but it's, it's, just, it's just that it took so long. We, we've all, we all lived through that dismal time of, of being in League 2 and we were, we were struggling. All the City fans were getting stressed out. And we just, you know, you, you, you kind of care too much as a Bradford City fan. So you, you feel everything. And, and if we went back down into that league, the first thing you'd assume is, well, we're in for another decade here. Mm -hmm. Or the, that's the first thing I'd assume, I'm, I'm guessing. Is everyone... Being optimistic, We'll be down there for another 10 years, do you reckon? I don't think... I don't, I'm not thinking about League Two. I'm really hard, no, you know. I, I think you're right, though. I, think, I, I, don't think we need, I don't think we need to think about it. I, I, we just need to stay in this Stop league. Stop living in the past. I'm really worried. I'm really worried. Don't be worried, it's fine. I am why Carl, are worried. Carl, well, Carl you, yeah. I think we'll pick the, the, the points from the away games. We've got more away games left now, aren't we? And I, th I reckon it will come down the wire against Tramia. No, I, I no, I don't think mathematically. It will. I don't think we, I think um, I think it'll be close. I really, honestly, well, I it's classic Bradford City. It's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's one, it's one, it's a higher, it's a great higher, a great low. I certainly hope not. Um, I, 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 again, I agree with Gabba. I think we, we might scrape a point at Rotherham. Um, mm -hmm. Away from home, we just seem to be performing better. I don't know exactly. if it's, it's weird, not it? the pressure. You know, it's the old style thing of, of the pressure in front of our own supporters or something at the moment. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I think we, we, we can we can grind out a point, a nil nil, probably a kind of backs to the wall effort, real kind of um, uh, you know exciting stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so just perfect for Sky. Yeah. Is, is there any way this season? I should have checked this before I came, but is there any way that we can be mathematically safe before the last game. Yeah, if we've got to literally win every game. I'm All right, Carol Vorderman. Is there any way that we can do it quickly? So that we can I not think, be stressed? Well, we, said, we said 50, didn't we? 50 points with a, with a, we're safe, and I think that'll mean mathematically. But it depends well, what goes said, on below us. said 49 points to me last It depends what goes on below us. It all is, depends. Is that the average? Am I right in thinking that the average of I think 49.50, yeah. 49 I think it was. It's a lot of blank so. faces looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got you to remember the... Go 51. Did they? Get that quiet. You've got Google on. Did you know that, Dad? 
Gillian went down with 54 you, you, points. You, you've got to remember, though, that the goal difference is so much in our favour. It, it, it is basically an extra point. But that's so, hard to believe. That's only if you end up on level. We are on plus two, I believe, aren't we? So we're a long way ahead in terms of goal difference. Plus one. After yesterday. But that's only if you end up level on points, that that goal difference comes into play. The way we're playing currently, if I'm not being optimistic, is we could be surpassed on points, and then the goal difference is negligible. It doesn't take into yeah, account. Yeah, I think clinging on to goal difference is a big thing, but we'll see. We will see. We'll reconvene it. Take it wherever ever we can. Yeah, well, yeah. well let's, let's move on to, to the inconsistency in performances recently. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the, the team as a whole. I'm talking about the squad individually. Now, I know it's a touchy subject. There might even be players listening now, because they could if they wanted. Who do you think has not really pulled their weight? Because especially since Christmas, since Christmas, I mean, it's a tough question, and there are a few, a few of our audience members, a few is all of them. I saw, I saw a couple of winces. <laughs> and it's, it, it's, a t- it's a tough subject because you're scared of upsetting someone, you're scared of yeah. maybe upsetting the apple cart, but, but come on, be Pretend honest. we aren't streaming live. Right, Pretend Tom, it's just me and you in a pub. Tom and I won't answer this question for the <laughs> sakes of our own faces. We don't want to get them smashed. <laughs> but Gav and yes. Carl... You're under pressure now. Who, honestly, an honest assessment of who you think really needs to pull the socks up? I think Johnny Mac needs to up his game 10, 15 percent. But I think I'll, I'll sort of give it a, Sorry. a caveat to that in that I don't think he's been pushed. He's got no one looking, he's not looking over his shoulder at anyone. Uh, we've got Loney's on the bench to uh, possibly come and place if he's injured or anything during the game or to push him in training for that first-team spot. He hasn't had that competition for places, so I think maybe, I could be wrong, but maybe he's a little complacent. Yeah. He hasn't been pushed. He's not on his guard all the time. I think he needs to up his game a little bit. I mean, he's, he gets caught, as loads of keepers do, uh, from distance from time to time. I think he has let us down once or twice. Yeah. Having said that, he's been let down by his back four on occasions as well. When Davis came back from injury, Davis was sensational in those first couple of games. Yeah. Uh, but Davis's performance has dipped a wee bit as well. Yes, I think in the last yeah. two or three games. Do you think maybe he's not he's been, been as commanding. Do you think maybe he's been dragged down? Do you I, think it's hard for somebody to keep their game at the top level if players around him are not really pulling their weight? Do you think there's a lot more pressure on him? I, I think Davis, I mean, I don't know the gentleman, but I, I think from seeing him week in, week out, I think he's a sort of player who, who rises above that. He's got the determination to not be dragged down and to put his best on the line every yeah. game. I genuinely think he's playing with a slight bit of an injury still. I don't think he's fully over his injury. And I think he's playing under par because of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've got McLaughlin. You didn't say Davis, did you? <laughs> No, I didn't say David. I was really saying he's been, I think um, the defence has let yeah. McLaughlin down. They've not covered him. That we uh, should, you know, we not pulling the way, we not maybe playing up to standard or, you know. I'm going to name two lone players who haven't endeared themselves to me thus yeah. far. Um, our new striker, McLean. John Stead. Uh, no, McLean, no, yeah. I've been quite impressed well, with Stead. McLean's yeah, not alone, right. you know, he's, he's ours. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Put that delay on, press the red board, it's wrong. <laughs> I think people have learned to know what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so McLean, McLean, you're not impressed with? Not Why? so far. I, I don't think we played to his strengths. Now, you see, Gav, I agree with you on this one. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't want the guy to do well, because he's a Bradford City player at the end of the day. I want I all want City nothing, players to do well. I want nothing more than him to bang in 30 goals a season. But the fact of the matter is, it's, 
I don't, th I don't think it's a, f a matter of him pulling his weight either. I think it's that he's just not playing well enough mm -hmm. or that he's, not, that he's not good enough. It's an unpopular opinion. I put it on Twitter and I got absolutely slated. I did. did. I got absolutely slated mm -hmm. for it. But, I mean, anyone in the audience... Do you not think he's better now he's got Stead? I think he looked better yesterday. I think he's better with Stead, is it? You were Orient, were you? Yeah. But he showed the quality, he showed the movement. Do you think he's yeah. the style of player then? Yeah. think he's the style of player? The, the two of them just were so much better than what Hanson and McLean were. Yeah. So much I agree with I that. Mean, He's clearly got something in his locker. I mean, a few seasons ago, he, he did he did really well for Peterborough, was it Peterborough? Yeah. So the, the talent, the talent's there, but you can't. If a player's not pulling their weight, and you're you're watching your club struggle, and you th and you think that player's not playing well enough, mm -hmm. especially when his label's a goal scorer, you're, you're allowed you know I mean? you're allowed to criticise. I think as a fan that that you're entitled to be able to say, well, you know, I, I want him to do well, but he's not. What doing about well you, enough. Cal McLean? I th I think the, the fact is he's coming to a team that hasn't been playing well for the past few months and we're incredibly inconsistent doesn't help. I, I agree. I, I think we're, we're not playing to his strengths. I think he probably needs a pre-season. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's one of those situations, we look at Luke Oliver, I think most of us would have probably driven him back down, down south that first season under uh, Taylor. Really carried him. <laughs> um, but then following, the following season, he was a completely different yeah, player. And I think was, sometimes yeah. we just, you know, if he's unsettled, he's low on confidence, he's not been playing regularly at Hull. I think he needs a pre-season, we need to get kind of a fresh start. But <clears throat> on, the wider, on the wider pace, um, I think that there's the, the, our star players, or our, our best players, we, we've had unavailable for periods of the season. So Davis, uh, Meredith, yeah. Reid, um, you, you, you look at those players. The players that we've got left, I think, have been found wanting for, for League One. Um, so I think that McArdle has, has made mistakes this season. Um, the players have brought in Kennedy. Um, Yates has been a bit of a disaster. Um, he hit the post yesterday, Carl. He did hit the post yesterday, but that's probably the first thing he's done since one of the first home games of the season where he, he scored, scored, he scored a goal. couple of goals. Well, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I know, and we, we expect, after that goal, you kind of thought, blooming it, what have we got here? Yeah, we've unearthed yeah, it. Yeah, it was and strange. And it has been disappointing it. since then, but I think the subs that, that were brought on yesterday, Yates and Thompson, looked in, more interested than the players that started the game altogether. Yeah. See, that leads me to another player that Go on, sorry, yeah, not on. much faith in thus far, is Bennett. I know you mentioned earlier on, Carl, that he was moved inside to counter out their fifth man in midfield. Yep. But as a right winger, I expected him to hog the touchline a wee bit more. And he always seems to be going into the centre of the park to look for the ball, whether that's by command or not, or whether it's natural instinct. But he doesn't seem to me to be a right winger, naturally. Yeah, he drifts. And, and when, he, when, the, when we do get the ball in a position to play it out wide to the right, he's, he's drifted in and he's not there and the move kind of breaks down. He's disappointed me. He looks a bit lightweight, easy to shove off the ball. He shows great glimpses of skill and uh, ability and I want him to do well, but I don't know where his natural position is. Is he playing centre midfield or in the midfield role by choice? Essentially, we're brought into a replace to cover Reed, yeah. and Reed's an out-and-out -out winger. He got, he out is, the he's got the ball in the box and he hadn't really, you're right, he hadn't done that. He's drifted in. Um, well, what, sorry, what, why, yeah. you, why you've mentioned Reed? I think it's important that we, we talk about Reed's future because we all know his contract is up at the end of the season. Uh, the wingers that we've seen so far don't fill us with confidence. No, not yet. Reed did at times 
do you think he he's worth renewing? Do you think he's worth renewing his contract and keeping Reed? Certainly, oh, yes. Yeah. If he, if he comes back fit, yeah, I I I I, th I think it, what's gone on the past couple of months will probably push Parkinson if, if he hadn't already was thinking it to offer him a new contract now there's a lot of talk whether he wants to stay up north with his young family and stuff in, in the south of England he may already make that decision outside of what Phil Parkinson wants to do but I think Adam Reach has come in again shown glimpses um, I think this is the, the classic thing with wingers if wingers were consistent every single game they wouldn't be playing at, le at a league one level no, they're like right, goalkeepers yeah. they they blow hot and cold, and exactly. they're highlighted by the mistakes or yeah. the, the great saves. And yeah, because as much as we criticised John McLaughlin so far this season, it was pretty good, at especially towards the end of last season. Mm -hmm. the, the Burton games, notable yeah. performances. And a player just doesn't lose that ability overnight. But it's a confidence game. It's, it's confidence. Like, like any, wingers. Any sport, it's a confidence yeah. game. What do you think about Reach? I mean, he's a bit of a... He's been a bit of an enigma with me. He started brilliant. I was saying he's a good Adam Johnson. And then he's just really gone flat. Other than his goal yesterday, which was a beautiful ball by Dolan, which made the goal, and he just had to finish it. Um, do you think, you know, has he got a future here? I mean, obviously, Middlesbrough look highly of him. Can we extend that? Would you extend it again? Would Is you take him next year? He's only 20, yeah. I don't think Middlesbrough will let us have him longer than this Oh, season. no way. No, I don't he's, think he's, he's held what I'm saying, yeah, you know, has he, has he done it for us? I mean, you know, to where, where there's... He's, he's a proverbial hot and cold. Yeah. Uh, yesterday was a, a mediocre game for him, I thought, on the whole. He's got a good goal, nice ball through from Dolan, and he finished it well. But he's, he's, he's been too inconsistent. I think he will go on in the next three or four years to become a very good championship-level player yeah, with right. Middlesbrough, yeah. uh, and all good luck to him. I but think he could go beyond that. I think that he's just got the look of a player who could do well. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that you notice in a player that you don't see all that often is a player that looks like they, they've got quality that needs to be nurtured. And they've got the character as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he has, yeah. Who, who else out of contract? Um, have we got... Jones? Jones, well, no brain. I mean, even if you take him on as well, a player I'll coach... Tell you what, I'll tell you what. We'll go in to who's out of contract. Yeah, should we break? And let's have, let's have a, a brief break. So, people, if you're listening at home live, you're going to be listening to the story of Tom and Dom. Chapter two. So it's time Enjoy. to it's time to go make a, a cup of tea or a, a gin and tonic or go and see who's won the boat. Sunday night, Tom gin and tonic. Go, yeah, it's relaxing drink. What is this? Or go and see who's won the boat race, and we'll all go for a wee wee. So we'll see you soon. Hello, welcome back to Bandon's Badger Round Table. We're in the Sparrow. Uh, we have got it. We've gathered a little audience now. It's, it's a pub. To He's a pub. What, inside a bird? We're inside <laughs> yeah. a small bird. Uh, we've, gathered, we've gathered an audience with about 10 of us, and we, it's, it's been good. We've been having a good chat during the break. Thank you for listening. Keep listening. Keep tweeting uh, at, at Bannon's Banner. Any questions, anything you want to try and bring up? There is a delay, so if we seem to be going back over stuff, it's because we're picking up on tweets that with the delay of the streaming. But it's for safety, because you know, if you've ever listened to the podcast, you know that it's dangerous if we're live. Yeah, and, but Gav brought that. He said ship. Chip, do you get it? Um, anyway, before the break, I don't get it. Well, I didn't. I didn't say it. anyway. Um, before the break, we were talking about players out of contract. Um, we've been talking about them during the break as well. Uh, we talked, spoke, we touched upon Jones. Uh, someone, uh, what's your name again? Sorry, Stephen. Stephen, um, who's come along. Rude. He made a good point and uh, saying now when Jones isn't playing, we've seen we've seen to have picked up performances. The defenders are playing better. Um, Jones' contract is coming up. We mentioned. I, I mentioned we're going to do a player coach. 
Is it, is it, you know... I'll tell you what. Do we play better without Jones? Don't take words out of Stephen's mouth. <laughs> come, come. Come join us at yeah. the desk. Yeah, you, you say it better than I do. <laughs> I feel like I'm at Just the... sit down here and you can use... Uh, you I, feel can like use I, I feel like I'm at the job centre. Thank you, Carl. It's time for your interview. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry, number one. <laughs> what, what were you saying, Stephen? So, sorry. Gary Jones. I just think that he had a couple of games out where he had his sickness bug or whatever the fake issue was that he had. Fake? Uh, I'm not, over, I'm not overly confident that after the, cover up. he missed the first game and we played so well and won, I think it might have been a bit of a cover-up by Parkinson to say, yeah, he's still Jesus, Ill. this is controversial. <laughs> you got to sit back down, Steve. We don't need controversy like this. It's just a friendly chat. But af- after that, I think he's come back into the game. I think without him there, players around him look a bit more confident because I think they're happy that everyone knows the position, everyone's comfortable with where they're meant to be playing. Put Jones into the mix, and don't get me wrong, Jones has been phenomenal for us. Yeah. Is this generation Stuart McCall? <laughs> I heard that somewhere. Can I, I trademark that? Yeah, but I, I just think when you put him back into the fold and he gets a free run of the pitch and he can do what he wants, mm. I think it puts a bit of nerves into the, the back four, I think. But my, my opinion of Jones doing that is that he thought, well, this guy's not doing his job, so I'll do it. It's covering I, him. Yeah. But you've got to give people behind you the opportunity to, to get rid of a wall and get rid, clear of a wall and, so, and look after it. And I just think when you've got a midfielder that's running all over the place, not really playing in any specific role, in any specific position, then you allow so would you keep to Jones? In. Would you keep Jones? I'd play him as a fringe player. I'd play him as a player that comes in every now and then. And I think... I don't think he's got the ability anymore to play game after game after game. Right, OK. He's not got 40 games in him in a season. No, yeah, no, he's 37. He's maybe got 20. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's a, he's a phenomenal playmaker. I think he's a bit like Paul Scholes at the back end of his career, where you bring him on for them specific games. That That's good. such a difference. <laughs> he's he's that, that good. good, yeah. So you're not, you don't, you're not disliking him, you're just saying, you know, he's, he's, the way he's been playing recently, when he hasn't played, the team's changed. and yeah. Absolutely, yeah. you just got to give him the time to recover from a game. Yeah. And a week isn't long enough for him. Cheers, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Jones, of course, he's one of the 12 players that are out of contract. And we had a quick chat around the audience during the, during the break and nobody knew all 12 <laughs> of the players. Is? So let's try and run down them one by one. As we can, as we can remember them. So Jones, he's ticked off. We've, yeah, this is quite easy. It. Stephen Darby, Johnny Mac. No, no, yes. Say yes. <laughs> oh yes. You keep, yes. You oh, keep God. Stephen Darby. God, Sorry, yes. I want clear. I you, you keep Stephen Darby. Definitely. Um, Absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Uh, also, we've got. Um, no. What? <laughs> Stephen Darby. <laughs> I'm just joking, but I just want to be. Let's keep the conversation flowing. Okay, right. You you mentioned a player. It's gone blank. Yeah, I do want to keep Stephen Darby. Andy Gray. Let him go. See ya. Oh, poor Andy, but he's a servant to the club he played for his years ago. Right. A club in our position cannot afford to, be, to have a player who's on the bench just to fill in the numbers to come on and still do nothing. What's happened to Andy Gray this year? When he came back, what's, why is he not, why is he not you know, performed or led to the expectations of the fans? I, I, think, I think he has had a lot of injuries that keep sort of stop-start trying to get a run of games and he was battling last season against um, Hanson and Wells he just wasn't going to get in the team Yeah. Uh, and this season he comes in for a bit he drops back out again I also think I think his career is in decline I think his performance levels are, are dropping off well, him well he's, that's, he's an getting... a- that's an age thing isn't it that's I think exact... it's an age thing yeah Yeah. because I was, I was flicking through my Premier League 
sticker album. From, what an exciting life! <laughs> from 1997, and Andy Gray's in it. Yeah. For Leeds. Leeds, yeah. And let's not forget that he turned us down for Leeds initially when we first approached him. So, the, the, see you later, Andy. I think the fact as well, it, it, it won't be on a small amount of money either. We, we picked him up from, no, from Leeds. Uh, I think he, the reason he went there was, was mainly about money and the fact that it's his hometown club and all that and, mm. and, and the family history with it and all that kind of stuff. Um, the fact is, next season budget is going to be in the ballpark of this season, but I think it is going to be a little bit down. Okay. Um, so... Some, Always from some the supporters of the, board, he might have info. That might be a some clue. Of the, some of the higher earners will, will um, probably, you know, the ones that maybe aren't up to, up to the kind of level this season that we were expected might go. I wouldn't be surprised. This is only a personal opinion. I've got no inside knowledge on this whatsoever. You definitely have. Uh, no, I absolutely <laughs> haven't. Believe me, okay. Dave Baldwin is a, it, it would never divulge that kind of information whatsoever. But um, I, think I, I actually think some of the... Um, <laughs> I, th I think some of the players that were signed this season on two-year deals might actually go. So I think you might you might see like say Yates, Taylor, yeah. those kind of players actually just kind of be paid up for a bit of next season and right. and, and and off you go to, to kind of clear so, the decks. As well as Yates and Taylor, any any noticeable other ones that you wouldn't keep that you know? I wouldn't keep. Yeah, or you know, because well, well, we don't know the contract. Let, let's try and let's try and stick to the ones that are out of contract. Well, we don't know them, the do two we? the two-year ones. Obviously, we have no <laughs> idea. What's no, gonna, no, but and they're also the what of a value were they really? Although Taylor game. tweeted a picture of his foot the other day and it was cut open. Pardon? Yeah, so you saw that picture. Oh, she saw it right. So Don't he had you. an operation on his foot. Interesting. And we're paying him for that. Well, not to have the operation. We're paying him a wage, you mean? Well, we're probably paying for the operation. Right. It? So, well, have we, have we talked? I think we talked. We seem to have length. quite a lot of luxuries that we can't really afford to have, like, like Taylor, like Gray, players that are either injured or sitting on the bench. Coming on, not really contributing to. But he's trying it. Park is trying to get his players to maybe. And it's your Taylor are weird. You're, you're making it sound like I blamed Phil Parkinson. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not allowed to twist your words. <laughs> no. Anyway, I think we should move on from all players. Who do we need to sign? This is, you know, this is the big thing. Do we, the positions, any players? Well, hang on. Shall we ask the audience? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. Does it, uh, <laughs> who, who shall we sign? I, I don't. Has anyone got no, any ideas? I, th I think that asking who we should sign is the wrong question. Yeah, I think that what sort of player, what positions do we need to fill? New keeper. Lauren Steve's a keeper. Keeper and a playmaker. What, what is a playmaker? So, we were talking about Reid earlier, and if Reid had come on yesterday, when we were, looked like we were going nowhere, nothing was happening, if a player like Reid came on, everybody think something might happen and there's an opportunity for something to happen. Whereas yesterday nothing ever looked like it was gonna happen. We need another playmaker in there. Uh, Dolan, Dolan had a glimpse of it, didn't he? Yeah. No, he had one glimpse. <laughs> and it went Dolan, had, Dolan amazing, had one glimpse of it, didn't it he? Were an amazing, <laughs> it was an amazing tackle and an amazing pass yeah. and we scored. Yeah. But in, if I were a footballer in my head I'd be thinking, that race, I'm gonna do something like that again. I'll try to. Because one goal is not going to be enough. Yeah. So we've got a goalkeeper playmaker going around the room. Now, I, I, want, I want to hear from Dave yeah, Pendleton because Dave has got, you've got a certain amount of credibility. Dave, will you come, come over here? We'll come closer. Come you've got a certain amount of credibility. <laughs> Rubbish. Rubbish. Stop talking. I had two pints. <laughs> <laughs> well, I start work at four in the morning, yeah. Dave, and I'm sure I'll see you then. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Dave, so anyway. What, what, what sort it's a public house. Yeah, it is a public <laughs> house, yeah. After yesterday, I think I've spent the last um, the last 24 hours in public houses. <laughs> anyway. So, who, what, not who, but what positions do you think we need to fill? What do you think will improve 
Bradford City next year? I think when we came up from League Two, we thought, oh, the, the gap ain't that big. It didn't feel that big when we went down, but now we've come up, I just feel other teams can hold possession a little bit better than we can. You know, they hold the ball much better and, and they'll generally take the chances as well. And I think we're lacking in a lot of quality. I think we're, we're, a, we're a decent League Two side and a bottom of the table League One side. And if it hadn't been for that great start, we'd be yeah. big, big bother now. So how, how do we think we've got up as game, and I, you know, I'm not a football manager, no. and I have full trust in Parker to get it right. But I think we've got to significantly improve across the board if we're going to compete. And any any hopes of going further than that, and getting in the playoffs, well, do you know that's going to take some serious cash. So you know, at most positions, then depth, you know, uh, yeah, well, you just look at the way Oldham <laughs> played us off the park yesterday for long periods of time. Yeah. They held the ball well. I know they had five in midfield and. Parking you about that before the match, just like Walsall. Not yeah. my money. <laughs> and, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah we just we've got to massively improve, and, and and you can't stand still in football, can you? It's, it's we, no. we, we all wanted the squad that brought brought us such great glories last season to do it all again. And well, it's, it was like expectation. I think that because of what we saw, because we saw that determination and ability within that group of players, we almost thought we'd do an Exeter and you know, go up a couple of leagues. Do an Exeter. Well, you know, my reference... <laughs> that famous, you know, let's all do an Exeter. Or was it Bristol? Did Bristol yeah, Bristol? I'll do somebody or other. Yeah. <laughs> Peterborough or something Peter, like that. Yeah, yeah go and then come back down again. To say, no, that didn't happen, I'll cut it out. <laughs> but yeah, you, you're right. I think uh, across the board and, you know, the well, calibre is a lot higher than it we, we I think we should play Stead and Anson up front together and just completely bypass the midfield. Then we go, <laughs> well, I think this is the plan for Rotherham away where we'll just play an entire we defence and two up front and just completely pump the ball to them all the match. We could save the fortune is that yeah. by just having Johnny Mack and then Rory McArdle, no midfield, <laughs> and just Stead and Hansen. What, we'll play four players? Yeah, we'd save an absolute fortune. Be good. We're really good, yeah, definitely. Just pump it, just, yeah. have, you know, just stand everybody in a long line. This is my, you know, I've done it on the Subutio pitch, it works. You put a long line of players across the six-yard box and just pump it to these two that big blocks. Ex- you know what we could call it? The table football tackle. Exactly, and if it works in Subutio, it works in real life. It's a well-known fact. Of course fact. it does, yeah. It's yeah. a well-known fact, definitely. Every, everyone knows that. Thank you, Dave, anyway, appreciate no that. Yeah, that's it, that's, that's, that's Tom's way of saying go back. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Too negative. Oh, David, can I just ask you while we're on air? Do you know about the the Friends of Bradford City sh- shirt thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah all right, I'll you'll be back. Later, David, yeah. we'll be back later. Going around, Mark, who's come with Dom today? Any any noticeable signings? He's not Shout just come, he's not just come with me. <laughs> he has. He's a Bradford City fan. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. Um, with no, Dom's waiter. A bit of depth in midfield. Depth midfield, yeah. No, no plan B. Yeah, so a bit of depth, yeah. I think squad that's depth. Gary Jones would come in because you know if he comes off the bench, he'll give you 110% when he comes off, and that's what you want. Is somebody who you want Jones. That's yeah. a Yorkshire tone in the voice yeah, right there. Beautiful. Beautiful. That is a Yorkshire tone. But yeah, it is, it's Phil Parkinson's responsibility. Like David mentioned Oldham's tactics yesterday that they put five in midfield. It's Phil Parkinson's responsibility as the manager of the football club to see that they're doing that. Yeah. And, and counteract. Yeah, rearrange the tactics and rearrange the formation to counteract that. And I love Phil Parkinson. I don't really want to say anything against him, but he didn't seem to do that yesterday. No, didn't react to it. Dad? Yeah. Let's see, have a little comment from you. Signings? We just miss it. Pay. You don't get a pace up front. Right, yeah, bit of pace up front. I think McLean used to be fast, I think. Now, people say that he's at the tail end of his career, but he's only 30 years old. That's Thirty-one. Young. You're 31? I'm 46 next, that's young. Well, not for a set of four, is it young? <laughs> well, coming into your prime, perhaps. I don't know. 
Well, let's have a look, let's have a look at Twitter. Silver yeah. Bantam uh, here has asked us. We mentioned McArdle earlier. Should we keep McArdle and McHugh? I think we should keep every player that is mentioned in the Wembley song we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, Atkinson. <laughs> Will that prevent you from recording yeah. another one? Well, yeah. we'll never do another one ever again. I think you would maybe keep them on one-year contracts, but I don't think they'll be first-team players. I think they'll be, they'll be squad players. We, the, the fact is, I think the, the, the squad itself is going to be basically decimated and rebuilt from, from, the, from scratch, kind of like we did at the beginning of last season, yeah. where, where we, we kind of rebuilt the team completely. I think it's another one of those jobs coming Can up. Can I just add that Peter Jackson tried that, and it didn't work. But then Phil it, Parkinson tried it, and it did work. It did, but it's not going to work every time. It's not, but I think, as everyone's been saying, it's clear to see that... You, the, the, the team that was brought up hasn't been able to do the job in League One, so we, we need to kind of clear out some of the deadwood, clear out some of the, the poor performers, and actually bring some new faces in. And, and, and as we said earlier, to kind of forget about past glories last season and, and to, to think, right, next step on, how, how do we move from being a lower mid-table League One side to, to, someone, to a team that can push the playoffs, push automatic promotion. Is that a keeping McCann on McHugh then? I, w I would probably keep them as squad players, so maybe on a one-year deal. I, thi I think Carl McHugh is a fantastic player. I do. We love Carl McHugh. I Me do. and Don but love him. When he came on down at Orient in place of the injured Drury as a left-back, he's not a left-back, he's a centre-back. No, yeah. He came on in place of injured Drury and I kind of worried that we were going to get torn apart by their right wing. He did a sterling job. Brilliant. Yeah, I, I would keep, and, and I would keep one of the two. I don't left, think we can afford budget. Would you? Oh. I don't think we can afford to keep two. We haven't got a big budget. Left-back is not McHugh's position, though. Exactly, but he played well at Orient. So they are two centre-halves. Yeah, most of his Bradford City career has been playing out of position. Yes. And I just think that for his age, I mean, he's not, how old is he, 20? 21, 22. Yeah, yeah he's, is that? he's a fantastic player, contributing massively for us. attitude For us last year. Yeah, and I don't think that he'll be on that much money. No, I, I, I don't no. think he will be. I, I actually think they've probably been working on him as a, um, a backup left back. I actually think he's probably Make been working as that as part of his game. Yeah. He's, he's young enough to kind of you know learn the trade. He's obviously shown that you know he's a capable centre half as, as he's shown last season. But I think they probably are working on him. You know, moving forward and, and putting crosses in and, and bombing down the left side, which we've seen yeah. recently the past few weeks. McCann would actually be a very very good. Backup. That, that's not. That's not. A I don't think. I don't it, think, I think he's a bad player at all. He's a very good player. He can play anywhere across the back. You know, we all know he's got a good long ball in him. We all know that. He can play left yesterday. back, right back. You know, and I, I honestly think he's got, I, a, long, a, backup he's got player. a long ball on him. That's what I, mean, I said. I think it's what you mean. Yeah. No, you said good long ball. <laughs> What's the difference? Well, the... Anyone can hoof it from their own penalty area. Rob Molina. Anyway. Um... He could. He were all right. Yeah, were all right. Yeah, but I, but so I like I like Rory McCarthy. You would keep them both, I think, but you would only keep one of them. In an ideal world, budget allowing, I would keep the two because I think they're both great players. Yeah. And for last season's mm. cont contribution to our success, I'd keep them both. But I think budget will only allow one of them. Right. And I would probably go McHugh. Well, McHugh, McHugh's got a lot of potential. Mm -hmm. He's still in the early stages of career. He's shown that he can, he can do well in a position. He can already make his way into a first team and, and do very, very well. Didn't I read somewhere towards the end of last season when we had lots of publicity about the players that he didn't actually take up football until about six years ago or something? He was playing Irish Not sports. Sure. I, I may have read that. I may have made that up. I don't think he, I, I think he, I don't think he looks like a natural <laughs> left-back. He's definitely a centre-half for me, but you're right, yeah. you, might, you might be right. It's a good point. Is that? It might be, they might be coaching him to be a left-back. Anyway, well done, Orient. What, what, what's next, Dom? 
Tomo. Uh, Tomo. Yeah. Tomo, would, yeah, we need to talk about Tomo. I would yeah. keep Tomo as well. Now, now, Gary Thompson is a player who splits opinion mm-hmm. right down the middle. Oh, so right, let, right. Let, let's take this two-hour huge crowd <laughs> that we have here at the Sparrow in Bradford. Gary Thompson, does he stay or does he go? <laughs> Playing for the last 20 minutes every single game, right. That was from now, you know what, that, that's interesting because my wife, who... She, she watches football, but she doesn't know a lot about it. Said that she thought Bradford City should be paid on performance alone. The players. Who judges the performance? Like Simon Parker? Well, we should. You know, do you know what they should? You, do, do you know what they should? Yeah. No. Do you, know, do you know what they should do at Valley Parade? Install those thing, he, handsets. Install those handsets. Yeah, yeah I said that. Yeah. And they should vote for the man of the match then. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a good, brilliant idea. Because I imagine it's a cost, a costly <laughs> affair. <laughs> Thompson yeah. is, he's a Marmite player. Do you like Thompson, Carl? <clears throat> I do, but I, I actually think that I get a feeling they'll release him. I, I, I want think, him to stay. I mean, I've, I, I think they'll release him. I, I, I think he'll be on quite a lot of money um, because they're, they're, they're brought him from championship level. Well, so. I think he's played his way to a, a, lot, a lesser amount of money. What, what do you say? Lower contract? They, 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 yeah. they, could, they could potentially offer him a new contract on, on less money. Whether I'd, he would take it, I don't know. I'd like to see him stay. I mean, I've given him stick for poor performances. As, as a fan, mm-hmm. you do. You criticise a player when they've played badly. But I would, I would like him to stay. I think he's a decent, a decent squad player. I mean, he came on against Oldham and he looked like he really wanted something to happen. In fact, he looked like he was playing for his starting place. Yeah, and the, which, which we, pointed in, we, we touched upon in the break, loan signings aren't. Thompson came on, he wanted to wear the shirt, he was fighting for the club, mm-hmm. he was getting the balls, he was tracking down. Loan signings, I oh, couldn't really care. I'm just going to go back home after the end of the season and, and have a skinny latte or whatever. It was just all very, you know, they're not, you, you want players who are going to fight for the club and here for the long term really and that's what I think that's what Thompson well, did, did, that, at the heart that's what he wants I think that's a common club. opinion do you think that that is why the fans maybe haven't taken to the loan signings because they think well at the end of the day they can just go home don't know Gav I think the loan signing market can work worst presenter ever Tom by the way <laughs> I don't know I want to just, let's I want, ask a guest I want, I want, I want some other beer is that right <laughs> like, well, sorry I don't, I don't like that <laughs> I think the loan market can work well for players. It's worked well for us in the past. I um, don't think it's worked particularly well this season. And the reliance on five loan players in any one match squad, I think, is far too much. In an ideal world, I'd have two loan now, players. Now, Gav, let me team. add something that might add yeah, to your true. point here. There's been a lot of comparing to the last season we had under Colin Todd. What year was that? Does anyone know? Come on, Todd. David, I look at you every time. I've slept since then. You wrote a book. <laughs> Was that 2006? I guess. Yeah, two th- let's say that. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, we're the last year that Colin Todd was our manager. And, he w- and we sold our star striker, Dean Widas. Oh, we let him go on loan. But he left anyway. Yeah. We lost our winger, our star winger, Jermaine Johnson, mm-hmm. to Sheffield Wednesday. And then that kind of contributed to our downfall and we didn't look like a solid club then Dave Weverall took over blah 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 and then we got a load of loan players in namely Moses Asicodi who believe it or not Legend. was a footballer <laughs> it was a footballer he won he worked in cafe he worked in cafe back at Midland Road I definitely saw him in the cafe before he came up pitch can I just say something I worked at Bradford City during the time that he was a player and we travelled maybe Brighton or something and he broke his leg he was a knob, an absolute knob. <laughs> well, he's hurt his leg, Paul, lad. <laughs> no, but I don't mean to mean that oh, day. All right, all right. Sorry, I mean, right. in general, Generally, it wasn't right, a, yeah. I think he plays for Greenwich, 
Rovers or something. <laughs> but anyway, there have been a lot. Anyway, what's this? <laughs> Is that a real team? Or do you read that? No, it's I still read striker in the back of the paper. Hurricanes. <laughs> but there have been a lot of comparisons to that. Now, obviously, we sold Naki Wells, and we get a, a, a decent amount of money every time he scores players. Blah blah blah. Everyone's been bitching about it. We've all fed up of it now. We also lost our winger to injury. Is it fair to compare the seasons? Do you think that history does have a habit of repeating itself? No, I don't think in this case, because we haven't sacked our manager and re replaced him with someone that probably wasn't up to the, up to the job. So, um, Just on, on Gav's point, though, you were saying that a lot of loan players don't always work. I would cite Rotherham as an example. How many loan players have they had through this season? And they're flying. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, a lot of them are the ones that we wanted and couldn't get, you know probably because we couldn't afford them. But. I can't remember the guy's name, but Rotherham have got a player on loan from Bolton, and he came on in the 69th minute for them on the Saturday. Is it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Sunday today. Got a hat trick. Yeah, so yesterday, <laughs> and he's got a hat trick. <laughs> 20 minutes left. I mean, we all know loan signings work, but in our in our situation, we're not bossing the league. No. We're fighting. You want fighters, you know, who want who have got the badge, you know, the the, mm -hmm. uh, the, the club at the heart, rather than... Well, no. I know, I know. Let's, let's put this question to everyone in here. Who do you think at Bradford City would is a player that would want to fight for the badge? A player that looks happy and proud to represent Bradford City? Well, that's easy. Name your two. Davis, <coughs> Jones. Derby. And good. Derby? Oh, no, he's gone. I was just reciting that song. Davis, Jones, Derby, Hanson. Yeah, yeah. And probably Thompson. Well, it, it, fully enough, on Twitter, a lot of people are saying, you know, get rid of everybody else, keep... Derby Davis, Hanson Reed, you know, and, and, and you're right, you said like the big clear out, you know. I wonder if it will happen. I wonder if Parker will clear out, you know. <coughs> I, I think the, those, those, those plans are already afoot. I, yeah. I think, it, it, I know that we're not. You said that like that had been spoken about on a, in a boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Well, I've been told. There are plans afoot. Well, I mean, you know, let, let's. Yeah, of course we're going to get rid of players, but I'm on about a big mass exodus. I, 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 I don't know exactly, you know, what it's going to look like, but I, I know that Phil Parkinson, Phil Parkinson's already looking at next season and what can be done. I'm not, probably maybe not 100% looking at that? next season. How do you know that? Don't leave it, was, it, it, was, it was mentioned in the last supporters board meeting that, that Phil Parkinson has already started looking at next season and potential targets and, 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 and considering about which players will yeah. stay and, and won't, which is sen it's sensible it's planning, good, it's you know, planning. Because we don't, I think the problem we had this season is with the playoffs being so late and everything else, we did our transfer business quite late in the day. Yeah. And I think a lot of targets that, that maybe we were wanting to get, we maybe missed yeah. out on. Hence the loans. Hence the loans. Well, I think that also we were hopefully the squad that came up with was going to do better than it did. So I think that's one reason that the loans yeah. have come, have come I along. I tend to agree with what you said, Steve, but one of our player acquisitions during the summer was Kennedy, which, if, unless I'm mistaken, was meant to be a January last year uh, transfer deal which collapsed at the 11th hour. So potentially that was in place before the playoffs and getting promotion. Just say it, Gav, you thought it was shit. <sighs> you did, didn't you? No, because I don't like to say any player is... The word which I'm not allowed I'm to sure say. You're, I'm you're sure that. you've already said it twice. Can you want to see that pineapple? Can But he was hugely disappointed. Yeah, yeah. And he's gone to back to Rochdale, and I don't even think he's making their first team at the moment. No, no. Um, so 
yes, we missed out on possibly some transfer dealings that we could have done because we did our dealings late. But the ones we had previously lined up, Kennedy, was a massive failure. Uh, one player I would love to see... Hang on a minute, you said you were a massive failure, which is just a polite way of saying shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you said it three times, plus you've added a knob. <laughs> I've added a knob, Dom. Quite frequently. I'd but in terms sorry. of player retention, we talked about the, re the retaining players we'd like to keep. In terms of player acquisition, um, we, we, we've had players from the non-league that are failed to make it Ross Hanna massive, you know, scoring 107 goals a game in, in you know, Division Z of whatever it was, um, but didn't make it at league level. One player I genuinely feel would, and he's local, whether he, and, and I, from what I've heard, he wants to turn pro, I would go down to the Shea. And Gregory. Choose, that's the guy. Yeah, but there, there is a lot of... I think that the signing of Ross Hanna has put us off signing anyone else from outside league football. But wasn't Ross Hanna signed prior... Well, he wasn't a Parky uh, sanctioned signing, No, was Jackson. It? No, but Phil Packington has chosen not to pursue the signing of... What's he called? Gregory, Gregory. yeah. Has, has yeah. he chosen? Oh, really? Has well, he, has he well, looked it, and then I declined? Was, Dom's has brought the news. Is this an exclusive? I'm pretty sure that, ju that during the he's January been, transfer window... He's been to watch him, we know He that. didn't bother signing him. Yeah. But and he scores, really. He seems to score. I mean, I know it's the, the Skrill, whatever the hell that is, um, conference. Yeah, yeah but he, Gav, he, he it's seems like, to score for fun. That's like me saying, well, I score loads of goals against my kids in Garden. Yes, and I know. No, no, no. In at all. But you've got to look at Jamie Vardy, for example. Got, yeah, exactly. Came from Halifax exactly. to Leicester, and he can do it at championship level. Yeah, but. Yeah, you, you've got to take a gamble. A, a, lot, of, a lot of football fans make this sort of comparison. It's like the does history repeat itself thing. No. Never exactly. But, but didn't the, you just say the, the Todd thing was history? No, I asked the question, does oh, it right. repeat itself? <laughs> I didn't say, yeah, it does definitely. But the thing is, with a, with a player like, like, what's he called, Gregory? Yeah. You are hammered. <laughs> How many points has he had? Two. I've been up since four this Fair morning enough. to get a break. He's Gregory, yeah. And I'm going back at four in the morning. I know, anyway, carry on. Uh, yeah, but I, do, I just don't, thi I don't think that a player like that can straight away change to be a league footballer. But just, be, just because Varney did it or Bobby Zamora did it because he were bought for a tenner because someone put a thing up somewhere on the internet saying, yeah, Bobby Zamora is a footballer. Did, uh, yeah, did I hear that right? You, yeah, that yeah, did happen. Right. Um, I just thought, all players are different. All players have got their own playing style, they've got their own ability. Mm -hmm. and but you've got to take a risk, haven't you? You've got to take a risk. I'm not saying that Gregory can't do it. Mm. But what I'm saying is that the, the signing of Ross Hanna puts me off mm. because... He was, what was it like, a record-breaker? He scored oh, like, 40 40 odd goals. Yeah. 47 goals in a What makes you think he can do that? What, what, what makes well, you think he can do that? I'd say the, the, the other, the other points to this as well is that we're not going to sign him for free. It, it, would, it would cost an amount of money. And at the end of the season, there's going to be so many players out of contract that we could sign as a free agent that have you know, potentially pr proven it at certain levels, you know, whether it's championship level or, or League One level, that have been released from clubs that we, we could potentially pick up. And, and they're proven. And, and, and the risk is, sometimes it can, it can come off. And we, you, know, you, you get a Jamie Vardy that you know, puts goals away for fun. Or you get a Ross Hanna or players that have subsequently been in jail and then we weren't told about <laughs> and, and that kind of situation and, and, and Peter Jackson would love the jailbird or serving it? life Taylor yes you were um, a fan of prisoner cellbook H but, but you, you know if you're spending money on, 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 on players that are coming from non-league and, and they don't cut it 
versus someone that has proven it at a certain level and you sign the free transfer. Sometimes that can be just seen as a, as a safer option. Or you go youth, which brings us nice to Ollie McBurney. Good link. Thank you. I'm a pro. <laughs> um, Ollie McBurney, and you know, yeah. he, he obviously, you know, I, I, we've all seen him play. He looks very weak. Has he got a future at the club? Can he do it? Can he, can he be a, a star, star centre forward like Naki Wells? Can he bang in the goals? He won't his depth yesterday. He got clattered a few times, and which, you know, welcome to League One, so to speak. Am um, I wrong in thinking that he got clattered yeah. by their number 16? The ref waved, the, the linesman flagged, the ref waved play on, it broke to Yates. Yates hit the post. Jones banged in the second. Then number sixteen should have been off. Do you know he had a yeah, black eye? Right, after, yeah. after the game, I was um, I was hanging around waiting for a lift, and Ollie, Ollie story of life. No, not that. Ollie, Ollie McBurney came out and he had a massive shiner. Yeah, but he got clattered in the midfield by uh, the guy that yeah. got booked for. But that. do you not love to see that? Do you not love to see that a kid yeah, who exactly. is getting an opportunity in a team yes. is just thinking, you know what, sod it, I'm just going to get stuck in. And I, I think that he's not doing any worse than any other striker at the club. Exactly. I think McBurney has a career in the game as a professional centre-forward. Um, yesterday, a friend of mine actually christened him Bernie McBurney, which I think is a great name. I don't know why he christened him that, but Bernie McBurney. Bernie McBurney. <laughs> Bernie McBurney. He was calling everybody McMac. Bernie McBurney. Is your mate all right? <laughs> he's actually a gooner by birth. Oh, is he right? He's by a, birth? He's a, he's a gooner oh, by birth, and he's now a, a naturalised Bradford fan. Anyway, I, I reckon Ollie McBurney has a career in the game, but I think we have struggled all season. We've failed to fill the Wells' role, and McBurney has been pushed in too soon. Yeah. And I am of the opinion that his progress has been hindered slightly by not playing the team, by playing the team without confidence and struggling. And he, he's not developed. Normally, you'd throw that sort of player on at this stage of the season with half a dozen games left where you've nothing to play for, and you see how he fares. Yeah, he builds yeah. his confidence that way. He, he's had too much thrust on his young shoulders. The, the thing is, if I was Ollie McBurney, I'd take a great deal of confidence in thinking that. Bradford City, the team that I play for, aren't safe at the minute. And Phil Parkinson has put, you know, he's put, he's put, he's, he's felt confident enough to put the pressure on me to play in a game like this against Oldham. I, I take a, a massive. I mean, I, he didn't play badly. He didn't play badly. He, but he, he looked didn't a bit play out, particularly he, well. He looked a bit out of the. Out he's of just the strength. Out muscled. Yeah, yeah out muscled. He was out muscled. But at, at the moment he came on, Bradford City were already out of their depth. Yeah, he came on where 11 of the better. 11 players on the field were underperforming. So you could argue, I suppose, that Phil Pagerson maybe brought him on at the wrong time. It might damage him. I, I, I think his, his progress has been hindered slightly by bringing him on too early in the wake of Wells' yeah. departure. What you can't it's, 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 it shows the gulf between a youth team and a first team uh, of a football club. And I think the, prob the, the problem that we possibly have as supporters is someone that's banging a load of goals in, in the youth team because we've not really had anyone that's come out and, and played yeah, apart from the, the players that we've ended up selling off to other clubs, you know, your Cleverleys and, and Andre Wisdoms and, and, and those guys um, we've not really had anyone that's kind of come through the ranks and, and, and being that kind of star player back to like days of Dean Richards and uh, Andy O'Brien and those yeah, guys Yeah, you're right, everyone wants to see that like, They do, crew they do yeah, quite they a crave lot. it yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, obviously the, the Wayne Rooney coming through Yeah that, that, that made you realise you want to see a player come through your own team and Bradford City have got a habit of selling those players like you said you mentioned Andre Wisdom 
Um, but, you know, yeah, you're, you're right. Ollie McBurney coming through is a massive thing. It's a, it's a bit of a confidence booster for the fans. We like to think that not only is the first team capable of playing good football, but the youth team, the, ba the, the backup, the team where we're going to be picking them like apples, they're going to be coming through to the first team. You like to know that that's there. I think you do. I think the the, the danger is, as, as as Gav just said, that I've had too many beers. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> if if you start pushing these players too quickly, their confidence will start to be affected because if they're not scoring goals in the first yeah. team, they're, they're feeling the pressure. Especially supporters get on the back, and <laughs> we have a we have a um, a small minority of, of supporters that will get on backs of players for no particularly good reason. Um, Nicky Summerby is, 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 yeah. is a classic example. But the, the, the danger is that you know, a young lad that maybe hasn't developed enough for the first team could have his, his potential stunted by being thrust into yeah, it. So it's a, fu it's a funny I, proposition, really. I, isn't don't, it? I, don't, I don't think that's the case with Ollie McBurney because he doesn't look that out of place. I mean, back in 2003, maybe it was. We saw Kevin Sanese come through, and there's a guy. Good knowledge. I can't who, believe you brought him up. You brought Kevin Sanese. There's a guy who would have looked out of his depth, stood in a shallow puddle, <laughs> and and he looked terrible. And you know, I don't know what he's doing now. We're Probably working in boys or something across the road. <laughs> but I don't job. think Ollie McBurney looks that far away from being capable of playing for a league he's definitely club. got the confidence and I think as soon as he scores that goal mm -hmm. I think I think the yeah. roof will lift off will all Valley Parade will go wild if it he would, scores the goal would, yeah. which turns Any out to goal. get us those points yeah. which keep us up this season if he, yeah. imagine he comes on in the 80th minute against Crawley bangs the winner oh in. Gav oh. Like Joe Valley, Valley Parade well, you really Parade. Going. go on Gav keep going and we get those three points <laughs> yeah. and we are safe we can go to Tranmere and say to you, Ronnie Moore. They can't see well, that. Hang on, hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on a minute, boys. Before we go to the next break, let me stunt your dreams. Oh, dear. Joe Brown once scored goals that we thought were miraculously, you <laughs> know... Joe Brown and the brothers. Like, the confidence building goals. Was it against Morecambe? Uh, and, and, and his dad owned a chip shop and they got him with papers and stuff. And he now... I don't know what he does. <laughs> <laughs> we really thought he knew! He now... Does shoelace at Clark. But I, play, I played five a side against him once, so he can't be doing that well. Are we, are we wrapping up anyway? It's, it's no, close, no, it's, 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 we'll, go in, we'll go into the final third <laughs> after this very short break because I need a wee wee. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, you're doing it. All right. Yeah, hello. <laughs> what, you didn't say hello, Dom? Seamless. <laughs> yeah, we're pros. Welcome back to Bantam's Banter's Roundtable, the second episode and the first episode that has been live. Yes, it is. We've never actually done a live show before. Believe it or not, this is our first time. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Who said that? Gav. Who said that? Is... So that's the last time I buy one of your books on discount at WN Smith. <laughs> so, Tom, you said, come on, Dom, let's raise the mic. I've got some I want to carry on talking about. And I think it was the youth of today. It was. It was the youth team. And we, we, we touched about Andrea Wisdom. We seem to be selling all our players. He's not in our youth team. Well, it, Can we talk about our current youth team? We, we sold not them, players we? who uh, play And why? Why is that? Why are, we, why are we not keeping hold of our, our youth? Is it, you know, is money the ultimate factor here? Or, or should we be looking at the bigger picture and, and our future as a club on the pitch? I think that the, the fact is that um, we've got 
a lot of competition for, for, for players. I, I know friends of mine have got, they've got kids and, and even though you know, they're in West Yorkshire, they're sending the kids over to Liverpool and Man United and, uh, you know, to get trials and, and things like that. And the, the big club's reach is so far these days that it's very difficult to hold on to players. And, and they scout all the way up and, and pick off the best players to put in their academies. Like George Green, obviously the, the last one, which yeah. could be worth up to two million pounds at the end. You know, if he develops through as as we kind of hope they well, will. Would do. you would you ever have the money or the player? A good midfielder who's going to banging goals. At well, as, a, as a football fan, you want the player. Mm-hmm. You, you, obviously, because we're Bradford City, we appreciate the value of the pound more because we've been in a position where we've had no money. But I like to think that now we're in a position where. We're, we're a lot more stable than we've been for, for you know, 10 years at least. So you, you want to see those players come through for yeah. your team. You want to see them do well for your team because, you know, one player can change a team. One good player can be the catalyst of a, of a great season. So it'd be, it'd be good to see players like Jordan Green, like... George uh, Green. What? George, what did I say? Great. Jordan. <laughs> Jordan? Who's Jordan, Jordan Green? I don't know. I think he might be someone off Twitter. His cousin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, George Green, it'd be good to see a player do well for the club because as, as a group of fans, you obviously want to see a young player, some guy from... Why Because <laughs> <laughs> you like... You, 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 we're not putting you off. We, we know the point. We, we, we do know your point. See, the, what it is, is because I'm a vegan, I don't eat that much. <laughs> so like, you had three pints, you had three pints, and that's it. It's so we need, we need to stay on track. So is it, is it a good mixture of both, keeping some good players and you want a bit of money as well? You know, is it trying to balance it, I suppose, Gav? A club like Bradford, certainly over the last decade, uh, we are a club that can't afford to keep on keep hold of good players. Naki Wells, obviously, is our sale. Yeah, last player. He's gone. Yeah. Uh, in terms of youth players, if a big club comes and they want to take that player, the players and the parents of the player are obviously thinking big dreams ahead. You know, Premiership Club X is interested. Yeah. Uh, if we can get marketable sale on uh, sell on fees and clauses in the contracts which benefit us financially down the road as that player develops at that Premiership Club, I think we need to sell. Uh, we've only got to look at the likes of uh, Bernie McBurney in trying to get them into the youth, from the youth team into our yeah, first yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't always work. No. Whereas if we can sell that player with that potential on and get the financial recompense going forward, I think that's the sort of club we are. Yeah, because we, we, we can't hold on to them. We haven't got no. that structure in place to play a youth team and a reserve team and build them up and bring them through into the first. Well, we don't even have a reserve team, do we? No, we don't. No. They always play like. Which is why there's that golf. Stuff. They do, yeah. So it's so it's kind of you know. It's I think it's beneficial for us in the long it's term. It's a must. I mean, if we get a young player uh, locally born, you know, Bailden, for example, uh, who comes through the ranks, sets the place on, set, you know, it has a. a gl- a glowing season and does really well yeah. and makes it into the first team and can enhance his career and enhance Bradford City at the same time. That's going to be a Well, David Sayers, were you Bradford lad? No, no he came from Guys. Merseyside. He's, he's from Wibsey. We- not Wibsey. <laughs> See, that's a local lad. Selby, Selby. He's from Selby. He's from Selby. It's from Selby. It's from Selby. It's from Selby. <laughs> so, my, my point is, in, in, in a nutshell, we have to sell these youngsters on Would, the teams that are interested in for their finance. Yeah, I Would agree. I be wrong in thinking that Bradford City, at this point in time, maybe could have afforded to keep Naki Wells? I, I, don't, I don't know the ins and outs of the finances. He didn't want to stay. My gut. And at, the, at, at the end of the day, his head was turned and the club were then in a fairly poor position because we were talking to Wolves and we were talking to Wigan 
uh, as well as Huddersfield about a deal. And then if Naki turns around and says, I only want to talk to Huddersfield, which is apparently what he did. The oddest decision I've ever heard in my life. Um, well, it, he, he's the only person that could explain that. But if, if that's the case, then the club are in a fairly poor negotiating position because if we can only talk to one club, yeah, he's, I mean, only, he's only going to sign for one club. I brought, I, brought this, I brought this up because my point was that his head was turned. Yeah. Well, I, I saw I that mean, on Twitter about 18 months ago that he was going to sign for Huddersfield. I mean, Twitter hates you yeah. believe what you believe, but I saw it a long time ago that Huddersfield were in it, for him. It, it unfortunately does happen. Your clubs will speak to agents of players and, and you know there's been situations where someone might be 18 months 12 months left in the contract will sit out the contract mm -hmm. knowing that they are going to get a deal yeah. down the line and yeah. that might not be publicly announced the club may not even realise it but that these things do go on mm. but I mean financially the club didn't need to sell Naki Wells and had this situation not arisen where he effectively said that he wanted to go to Huddersfield and that was that what can the club do? Because we could either keep hold of him, he basically doesn't try for the rest of his contract and we lose him for nothing anyway. So we might as well cash in, get as much value out of the asset that we've got as possible and, and, and move on. No, I agree. I, to I totally agree. But what, what is your view of the fans that turned on Naki once he'd left? I mean, obviously, Huddersfield, it's a touchy subject. You leave to Huddersfield, you're going to get some stick. But... He was a fantastic servant for Bradford City. I, I'm not one of these people that, that, that goes in for this huge, oh, because the local then it's kind of, you know, it, you can't move. At the end of the day, like all Loth Huddersfield, they're in a higher division. Um, he's moving up a level. Now, it might be, we, we may think that maybe going to Wolves might have been a better move because he's a bigger mm -hmm. club and, and might have more progression or, or Wigan. But, you know, he's made his choice. At the, end, at the end of the day, Thanks to a large part of the goals he scored over the past sort of 12, 18 months, we're in the position where we are now. Um, if he hadn't been scoring those goals, we, we may not have had that promotion. No. Or, you know, to, maybe to a lesser extent, the, the, the cup run. But I don't think you can lambast him for where he chooses to develop his career. That's his decision. No, I think we're just trolls on Twitter. There's nothing else better to do than, you know, to do that. You the know? thing is, with, with Twitter... You're more aware of people who are upset. I think that kind of affects your opinion because you see these people that are saying, oh, Wells is a tosser and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and do you think that affects your opinion of a player? And the same could be said for the form of a club or the performance of a club. You go on Twitter and you see, oh, look at him, Craig, he said, Bradford City were rubbish this week. Do, do you it, think that affects the way you think? Because you think, well, yeah, Craig's right. You're big on Twitter, right, Gav, Gav obviously. Uh, well, the, yeah, bantam. the Bantam. I, I, I do quite a bit on Twitter. Um, and I, 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 After a match, I try to temper what I put because you're caught up in the emotion of the previous 90 minutes. Uh, but with regards to the, the Naki Well situation, and I agree with Steve, um, I, as a City fan, I was resigned to losing him. But very do you mean Carl? I'm not Steve, Who's by Steve? the way. Who's Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've had, Steve, my fault. I've had two of these. Cow. I've made an awkward situation. Should we stop this? We're all just getting hammered and <laughs> rambling on about... <laughs> but in, in, in terms of the Wells, I was resigned to him leaving, and as Carl quite rightly said, um, where he chooses to go is, is his choice. If he only wants to speak to one club, then we're in a very poor negotiating yeah, yeah. thing. I... 
I felt he would much more benefit his career to go to someone like Wolves, same division as us, because he's already come up from League Two to League One. It's a big yeah. step. Um, so to go to Wolves, where he's got a lot of players around him of very good quality, he could have gone there and gone off the back of a second promotion, because even in even at January, you knew Wolves are going up, yeah, either yeah. as champions or second place or through the playoffs, they're going up. So he'd get two promotions and then be a championship the momentum player with, them, with the momentum, yeah. with that impetus. I felt that was a better move for him, but if he only wanted to look in one blinkered direction and go to the dog botherers, then that's him. But he's part of our past. Thank you very much no, for your You said the dog brothers. You brought the dog to the pub. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm not bothering her. I know he's not, I know. Sorry, we'll put that out there. She's asleep. She's actually asleep. If there's ever a visual visual moment of how... Some of the audience, look at the dog asleep. The dog is asleep. But so he's a schnauzer, and schnauzers love it. Love a good kip. Schnauzers love a good schnooze. Yeah, schnoozer. Schnoozer. Are we going to wrap up? We no, no, we... we're not going to wrap no, up. No, season tickets. I'll tell you what we're going to talk about. Our exemplary youth team. Because we've mentioned the youth that have left. Wisdom and them others. But what, what about the team Jordan that we've Green. got? Because Jordan the, Green. The, no, don't, let's not bring that up. Because the team that we've got at the moment that includes Ollie McBurney and includes other players, that, you know, they exist. I just don't know the names. They're in a cup final. Now, this they won the toss to play at home, by the way. Colchester. So we are the best tossers because we won the toss to play at Colchester at home on Tuesday the 29th of April at 7pm. That's a cringeworthy thing, as you said. It is very cringeworthy. Too much of this American pale ale. Yeah, you need to slow down. Anyway, 29th of April, 7pm, Bradford City play Colchester in the Youth Alliance yes. Cup final. That's it's got a ring to it, hasn't it? That's all right. It's brilliant to get, you know, a lot of people don't know about how, how good our youth team are, you know. That's City in two finals final. in just over 12 months. As did the, the Bradford City. The Bradford no, hang on a minute, three. Don't forget the ladies. Don't, ex- don't be yeah, sexy. Four. The playoff final. I was just about to say that the Bradford City ladies team yeah. won the final, absolutely brilliant. That's four final. Yeah, and the playoff. youth team as well. And we know collectively as a group. Things are looking up. Yeah, we are. We're very lucky. We are four looking finals, up. 12 months. Overall, we're doing very well. And, you know, hopefully some of that youth will come through from, from the cup final run. Uh, and when is it, 20? 29th. The 29th of February, 7. So we, we need to go. Shall we podcast it? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yes. One guy said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll fan. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, someone's put, sent us a tweet saying, how many has Dom had? Yeah, three. <laughs> Just three. Just three pints. Well, that two and a Two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> He's a vegan. He says, you're very cheap, Dave. This is Bantam's Banter. So, friends of Bradford City, they've been donated... Is it 60 shirts, David? 53. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Round it up. By by Neil Bedford, who's actually a friend of ours. He is, yeah. He is. And he's donated all of his shirts that are... They're going from 70s or whatever. David, come come over. The collection's amazing. Anyway, there are a few gaps... And, and, it, and it's, a, it's a fantastic idea. What they're going to do is all of these, the, the shirts throughout history, I think they've got nearly every shirt, is going to be uh, framed and put up in the hallways of the executive boxes. Is that right, David? It's, it's the corridor around the back of the 9-11 Club Luton, down the back of the executive boxes. Because it's, yeah. it's not a great location, but it's the only place we can fit 50-odd shirts. Do you know what? It's a great location because that location, has it's got these pictures from the from the Premier League that are just like pictures of Nigel Martin's boots. You know, he play for Rafa City, he's a goalie for Leeds. <laughs> and, and, and I think that, is, it, that, that area is an area that needs... 
some focus because you've got a lot of high profile customers and, and sponsors of Bradford City, you want to keep there for a long time. They're, they're sponsoring that area. So if you've got the, the kits there, a nice display for, th th there's a reason for people to go and look at that corridor, basically. Well, talking of sponsors, this oh, is obviously costing us money. <laughs> so it's, we're trying, what we're trying to do is to say, we've got every home and away shirt, well, every home and away shirt, certainly back as far as the 80s. And we've got virtually every home shirt right back to about 75. And we've got a few gaps that so we're going to start advertising on Twitter and on, well, I'll on tell you what, someone all the social me, media malarkey stuff. Where's my mobile? Someone sent me all of those pictures. Ah, I see. The, the kits that you need. So, so you're trying to appeal to fill the gaps of the, of, yeah, of the years. Yeah, there's that basically. as well. And also we're seeing that people, obviously this is an expensive carry-on, you know, framing 53 shirts, yeah, exactly. not a lot of brass. So we're saying to people, if you put 60 quid forward, you get a season. So you get your name on the wall next to the kits. Um, you have to get in touch with the friends of Bradford City about the money. Well, you it's, can't... it's going to be a draw, isn't it? Because it wouldn't be fair because yes, five right. of the last ten years, no one's going to give a... You know, <laughs> we want the Diodora one! Diodora! <laughs> I've, I've got to say, I mean, the first kit in there, it, that was a pretty poor season as well. There's more poor seasons to pick from. So, yeah, right. it's going to be names in and out and you're going to get it yeah. pulled out. Okay, and then you'll get whatever season you're given because everybody would want 2013. Okay. Everybody want 1989. I think that's a, a, that's a great idea. I'm, I'm very conscious that the mini schnauzer is ready to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just seeing Gav giving signals to him, so I've got one minute, one minute. No, he was saying one more pint. All oh, right. That oh, was minute. something different. That was about the shirts, and I'm getting the yes, no, yes, no. All oh, right, I thought it was one more pint. On the purse strings. I've entered right. a personal matter here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the, before David goes on about the, about this, uh, this, this fund that they're trying to raise money to frame all these shirts, which is obviously a fantastic idea, and it'll make that 1911 club corridor look fantastic the shirts that are missing are 1972 to 1973 so if you've got this shirt do get in touch with i mean you might think we're a pair of knobheads so don't contact us but if you contact, don't give it to us we'll lose it we'll definitely if you contact friends of bradford city they're after the 1972 73 kit which is an all claret number so look very, very worst nice. radio ever uh, it's an all claret number uh, it's got the bcfc can I describe it as like Leeds United ad? No. <laughs> Can't you just tweet the picture? Fancy saying that. Yeah, I will do that, but it's live and I don't have quick enough I, I'd rather you say the word shit repeatedly than say Leeds United again. Other kits that are missing are 1968 tonight. I imagine these are really hard kits. Yeah, oh, yes. Actually, I don't think some of them exist unless we can get players' kits. Uh, so I, we might try and get a maze. Can I just say I'm something? That that's under, good, underneath this picture that I've been sent, it says 1968-1969, missing... Available from Toffs.com. <laughs> there you so go. You can buy it. Toffs will do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can buy a replica, and Toffs did send us a shirt, didn't they, Tom? They did, yeah. After our capital well, one. Perhaps you could use your, um, you know, your, your in with Toffs to get them to send us a shirt. Yeah, we've not spoken to for a year, but maybe. I've got a Toffs email. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other yeah. missing kits, 1975 to 1977. You say, good old days, two years per kit. And that was a really nice kit, actually. It was an all-white kit with claret and amber stripes Lovely. along the front. Like down here. My eyelids have started flickering. Yeah, you need to stop. I'm tired. <laughs> right, before we end, we are finishing. No, hang on, now. hang on. No, hang come on, on Don. We no, know about the kits. No, there's another kit missing. Oh, Lord. Do you know what? This is a really similar kit. It's 95 to 76, but it's one that 95 is 95 to 76? <laughs> 1895 to 96. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was a long season. That was good value for money. That was. I thought you needed to do kicks. 1975 to 1976. It's specified as the FA Cup quarter-final kit. 
Yeah, That's the last cut run we had. <laughs> it's an all-white kit with Clyde and Amber Stripe separated by three inches different to the 75-77 kit. Um, if you've got that kit... This is important stuff. It is important stuff. Do you know what, David? No one has got that kit. Metric, <laughs> that's 75 millimetres. <laughs> Typical sign writer going down to millimetres. I do metric in this town. I'm ambidextrous. I can do imperial metric. Anyway, we're digressing. We need to finish on season yeah, tickets. You're on You've your got season ticket information. Finish on season tickets. Right, Bradford City season tickets. Cheers, David. Thank you, by the way. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Thank you didn't you. say much there. I hogged it. What? See it at 4am. Oh, yeah, he will. He's because working. I'm working in... How long is it now? Exactly, Don. The more you talk, the less sleep you have. <laughs> it's some hours. Anyway, season ticket people... <laughs> don't, let me read, don't let me read it. People who want to buy a season ticket can purchase them for next season from the ticket office. Season tickets for the 20... This is a statement I'm reading, by the way. I've not written this very literate article. Season tickets for the 2014-15 season are now on sale for supporters at um, the low prices that started earlier on this season. So they've, ex they've frozen the prices. They're using a, like, uh, what is it called? Coral windows, frozen prices thing. Freeze! Price freeze! Yeah, do that. Uh, from, from now until the 31st of May, city supporters can yet again take advantage of the bargain season ticket. I hear it sounding like I'm reading. Uh, that you can you can buy ticket season tickets anyway. Uh, uh, this means that it's just £99 for a junior. That's all season. £99 is a lot to pay up front, but when it's on a whole season, amazing. Uh, £149 for a season ticket for a senior citizen and for stu uh, and students and a hundred. I shouldn't be reading. No. <laughs> anyway, what, what, basically what we're saying is the season ticket deal was extended. It's, it's, it it's was. Brilliant. So it's just £199 for adults. Flexi cards are just £50 still. So that means you pay a tenner, you get to go to whatever game you want. But if you pay that £50 up front, a tenner seems like not when it comes to a match game. But, but, uh, 25 but Dom, 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 you get 23 league matches for that, plus the chance to see our cup winning, hopefully and league-winning youth team. Right, anyway, 25-year season ticket holders. It's £110, and if you're not a 25-year season ticket holder, you get a, you get an upgrade for £110 to go into one of the suites. You can buy them online at the season ticket... No, the ticket office shop online. Or you can call 0871 978 8000. I feel like I'm on spot relief. Clear as mud. Any <laughs> any last words on the season Just tickets? Just on the, on the season tickets, there's also an option. Um, there's been a lot of discussion on um, various um, supporter websites uh, about whether the season ticket should have been more to give yeah. Phil Pang some more money. There is an option on the season ticket form to donate additional money. Um, we were told by David Baldwin at the last um, supporter board meeting. Um, last month back in last month it, the current figure was around about 41 pounds okay brilliant so we have that's an good. extra 41 yeah, pounds yeah, yeah so it's good yeah brilliant back. this has been banters banters thank you thank, thank you Gav. thank you to Gav. Yes. thank you thank uh, you to craig from cal to Carl Smith from the Bantams Bantams Supporters Board. You've all been grand. The six people who managed to turn up. The yes, thank, thank you. you very much for turning up. And um, stay positive in your support, because if you don't, we don't want to hear from you, you douchebag. See ya. Thank you for downloading this Bantams Banter episode. For more from this pair of bob-on-toe rags, visit bantamsbanter.com. take it in, but don't look down. I'm on top of the world, hey. I'm on top of the world.